Welcome, everybody, back to the Field Pulse podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Myers, sitting beside Ben Reed. Mr. Ben Reed, good to see you again. What's up? I uh, want to welcome everybody back. We are trying to think of ourselves as the best place for you to upgrade your trade, if that makes any sense. And we're here to help business owners discuss really anything and everything, field service industry. And um, yeah, it's about all I can think about that for now. All right. <laughs> well, cool. Well, we just got hot off the heels of a marketing more yes. centric podcast. Kind of a opening episode, if you will, that will will continue on a marketing series, I think. I would I'd like to think of it that Most way definitely. of a, of a yep. marketing series of different topics and making it applicable, but man, we could go on. We got so much to talk about. We could talk about marketing. <laughs> we can talk about everything for yeah. days and I'm sure we will. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought, you know, podcast getting off the ground people mm-hmm. getting to know us i think we should do kind of a get to know you episode where we can ask each other questions and kind of get a little bit more not too personal and weird but just a little bit just weird off, enough off, just weird enough <laughs> just yeah. weird enough all right but you know not everyone wants to hear about the industry every single yeah. time and all day long so just a bit of a different episode well if, if you're gonna get personal i think I think we need, I don't know, a glass of bourbon. Daniel, that is a fantastic idea. Okay. Did you bring, you brought <laughs> bourbon? Wow. Oh, my goodness. What is. You know, the best thing about working where we hey, work look at that. is um, this is just what we do. <laughs> it's apple juice. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, all right. So, first off, right off the bat. Very fine apple juice. It's December. So I have to know. Okay. I mean, if I'm going to be doing a podcast with you, if we're going to be, if we're going to be coworkers, mm-hmm. friends, whatever, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Got to know. Die Hard. Oh my man! It's <laughs> the best Christmas right movie on. ever. I love Die Hard. Do you like all of them, or like how how would you rank the Die Hards? Um, the first one is the best because it. Thought Hannah's interested in what we're doing. No, I, I think the first one's the best, and then um, the second one that was on the airplane, right? Well, there's an airplane in a lot of them. The second one is the air, airport. Airport. That yeah. one's trash. Oh, uh, you don't like the airport no, one? No, that one's trash. But then um, I feel like I'm missing one. So, so it's Die Hard One. Yes, the best he one ever. Goes in Nakatomi Plaza. Yep. It's the holiday Christmas party, right? His yep. wife's working there. Yep. And then the second one's the second airport. Second one is the airport in New York, Dulles. Yeah. Right? Which is trash. I like it. Third one is with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. I, that's what I was going to say. I thought that New was York the third well. one, but I also thought I was missing one in between. No, that that's number three. Okay. Number three. Those are the three older ones. And yes. then the, there's like two or three newer ones. A Good Day to Die Hard right. is the third fourth one and i think, I think so. there's even a fifth one which i haven't seen but i, I haven't seen any of the new ones I can't i've only seen the og me. ones yeah. yeah the to me the the three og ones are the first one's the best the third one is second place and then the airport one okay so we have we have to get into this so this is officially the die hard podcast now yes 
let's come back to Die Hard One, and we can we can break it down and talk about it. Okay. But Die Hard Two, what's your beef, man? It just, I'm 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 not a huge movie buff, but it just seemed like they were trying too hard. Like they they, it seemed like they were just forcing it and. Part of it, right, is that '90s nostalgia. The movies, the movies were just so. Some parts of them were just so bad, you know, and just the, the, the little lines that you know that had to be in there, right? That you you watch a movie and you think like it's completely out of place, but it's a funny thing that was in the writers' room that they had to do sure. type thing. Yeah, and I feel like that movie to me was like a compilation of the writer's room of things that had to be in the movie. Cause I, I remember scenes and I can't tell you exactly the scene of the movie. I don't have that kind of memory, but I can go through the movie and I can watch it. And have you ever seen the people who make those compilation videos or like the, the analysis videos of movies? Oh yeah. And they notice things are out of place. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or like where they cut and came back and something's different. Right. That entire movie's that way. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, <laughs> Stuff that you notice in the background. Don't listen to them. <laughs> things that are bent off and changed, and like there's even a there's even a time, and I might be I might be thinking of another movie, but there's even a time when it's this big panning shot across the the airport, right? And it's and it's wet because all concrete in movies needs to be wet down and like slightly damp. And then there's it looks great. Makes yeah, it look better. Yeah, I guess so. But there's a scene, and again, it might not it might be another movie, I might be misplacing this, but they're painting across the airport, right? And it's damp, and the truck that is watering it all down is just exiting scene left. No way. <laughs> it's turning the water cannons off, and you get just the slightest little glimpse of the water cannons on the back of the truck going pew dying down and the truck driving off. No way. We'll have to fact check that one. Yes, please, please do. I might be wrong. If you're watching this, write in or listening to this, you know, audio or YouTube listeners. Podcast at fieldpulse.com. Yes. We gotta check Daniel on this because please do. I don't please, know. I'm I'm always willing to be wrong, but there don't, is Don't don't fact check us on, you know, the business stuff, but no, when no, it comes I, to no, movies. Absolutely take me at the word of, of business stuff. <laughs> we know what we're talking about, but when it comes to nineties movies that you know we saw God, 30 years ago. I watch it often. I've, I've probably seen it 20 times. So how can we watch it on streaming, though? Because I don't have real TV anymore. Uh, where can you find Die Hard? Uh, can you rent it? I don't know. I'm going to look that up live. Probably through Prime? Because this, this is information that our listeners need to know. Yeah. It's very There's important. a lot of people ditching cable. So, you know, right now, whatever you're doing, driving your car, working on the job, stop what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And figure out how you can watch uh, Die Hard with your family. Quality Christmas. Where to watch Die Hard. All right, it's loading. All right, looks like Hulu, if you have a premium subscription, which nobody does. I guess it's not on anything currently. They must have removed it. You can't it. even rent it? Well, no, you, you can rent it. Okay. I, I just meant like free because like it's oh, not no, on it's- net. Not on Netflix anymore or HBO or whatever. So no, the, the, the movie's never going to be free. Yeah, you can rent it. You can go to YouTube, I'm sure, and rent it. That's where I always rent stuff. Okay. Um, or Amazon or whatever. Yeah, Amazon wherever you Prime rent Prime. your movies, <laughs> rent Die Hard. So, is Die Hard two a Christmas movie as well? 
Because I can't remember. I know it's winter because like they're all wearing winter coats and stuff. There's I, snow. I can't remember. I I put that movie so far out of my mind because even even as oh, a it's young, a great movie. No, it's the first one though. Is so much better. And then oh, with yes. Samuel L. Jackson, it's so much better. Yes. So that's that's why I say like it's third. Who my, really cares? My Who favorite really cares part. About bronze, you know. My yeah. <laughs> no one. It's still Bruce Willis. It's still classic John McClane, you yeah. know. So and that's that's why that's why it's third. And that's why it's it's ranked. That's why it's not like that's why it's on the list because it's Bruce Willis. Sure, of course. So my favorite part of Die Hard Two, which there's a there's, a, there's like a subtitle, right? I think they all have subtitles. Yeah, like, they all have like yeah. with a vengeance or something like that. Or I think it is with a vengeance. No, that's number three, because the dude gets revenge, his brother. Yes. Remember number yes, three, yes, the yes, antagonist yes. is like Hans from the first movie's yeah. brother or whatever. Yeah, Die Hard <laughs> so Avengers, cheesy. Yeah. Uh, so I forget what Die Hard Two is called. Anyways, I just love the uh, the random like janitor. Do you remember? Do you remember the janitor that's in the movie? We're talking about the second one. Yeah, the airport janitor. So he's this older dude, uh-huh. just like kind of working, you know, cleaning up the airport and like the back like going through the back stuff and you know as John McClane kicks ass uh-huh. and pardon my french or whatever you know he's like crawling through like these uh air ducts and uh-huh. uh hey you know bringing it back to HVAC he's crawling through these air ducts and I'm sure they you know have stuff like that and um he like goes in the back I can't figure out how to say this, but the back portions of the airport where you're not supposed to be, right? Okay. Like off off limits uh-huh. where only staff is. And I think at some point he like falls through an air duct and he he lands in this guy's like uh like living quarters. Yeah. Looks like a homeless man, but it's just this like worker who works there. Yeah. And he has like all this like stuff. He has like a record player, I think, and like a bed, and this dude just lives in this airport. Anyways, he ends up like helping him out, and he like okay. he ends up like saving John McClane at one point, yeah, because like, yeah, yeah. he he knows all the back turns. Uh-huh. I think I think he gives him like a map of the whole airport too, like a blueprint and stuff. Uh-huh. Anyways, that guy he's awesome. He's he's the the secret hero of, of. He's a man. Yeah, I I think I watched I think I watched the second Die Hard a couple times, and when I started noticing, you might want to get closer to your mic. Though. Uh, and it, even as a younger man, I started noticing all those little things that were off about the movie and I just, and and I'm done. When, when something like that catches my attention, that's off or like blatantly bad. It brings you out of the experience. Yeah. I'm just, I withdraw and I'm just, I'm done. See for me, maybe it's cause I'm younger. So I just naturally like movies nineties or earlier mm-hmm. i just automatically give them way more like room for error because i just assume it's, it's mostly trash yes from from yes. like a film perspective there's obviously like tons of classics uh speaking of christmas movies my favorite is it's a wonderful life okay so that's a classic and older i think okay. that's in the 60s i want to say i don't actually know anyways jimmy stewart it's amazing have you seen it you've never seen it's a wonderful life maybe Again, okay. I my memory for things like that, music, movies, like culture things. Once I see it, I can tell you, yes, I've I've seen it. Okay, but like I'm the same way with music, right? I don't know bands' names, but I know all their music. Well, right? so on the Christmas topic, like for me, growing up, movies 
huge part of my family. Okay. We, we watch movies. Uh, we quote movies. Like I can quote. I can like re-line a whole movie. Uh-huh. If I, I just like it's kind of in our blood. It's it's yeah. crazy. You and my brother-in-law will get along very well. He yeah, has I that can, kind of memory that he can just he can churn well, them out, it's, man. I don't think we were. It's not like actually you know genetic, but like I have three brothers, and okay. whenever we get around. We just quote, yeah, and it just comes naturally, and we just start. It's just like part of our conversation, yeah. But I think it just came over, you know, years of sure doing it. But anyway, so Christmas movies, we always watched them every year. Every Christmas, we'll watch yeah. the Santa Claus, Elf, uh-huh. the Grinch, you know, the classics. Um, so is that part of you, you growing up, or you now? You have kids, right? Yeah, yeah, I've got two kids now, and and, and it's. I have a strange relationship with movie and TVs in that I didn't really watch TV or movies until I was a teenager. Because I was I was a little kid, man. I was outside. I was busy. I was doing stuff. I was riding my bike. Mm-hmm. I was digging in the dirt. I was climbing fences. I was, you know, out with my friends doing stuff. And so my appreciation for TV came much, much, much later in my life. And um, it's only when I started riding my bike to school and then, when I was in junior high and then when I was ride home in the afternoon before my mom got home and my friends weren't always home cause they were doing activities that I wasn't doing. And so I was just home and I remember flipping on the TV and like, why are my parents always watching this thing? Like flipping through because I literally didn't, I didn't do it. I just didn't watch TV. I did everything else. You're probably better off. Probably <laughs> in some aspects. I missed out on a lot <laughs> and similar to what you're talking about. Like I don't have a whole lot in common when it comes to TV and movies that a sure. lot of other people can talk about. Right. Because I can, I can tell you the best way to dig a hole in the ground because I was doing that when I was seven to dig up worms, you know, <laughs> I love but digging holes. We're, we're, I'm, I'm trying to establish those kinds of things with my, with my kids. And, my family growing up, we had – I have an interesting family in that my two oldest my, – my sisters are 16 and 18 years older than I am. And so we – me and my, my brother and I, who's a little bit younger than I, we were, were connected through our dad. And so we had – holidays that were inconsistent because they were off at college or they were working or, you know, this and that. So the, like the Christmas day really doesn't even mean a whole lot to me because our Christmas day that I got to spend with my sisters and, and even their mom, who's not my mom, even their mom was like another mom to me. We would have Christmas day on like the 22nd sometimes. And Christmas day was just like a, like a little party popper, you imagine like, Hey, it's Christmas day, but we had already had Christmas. Right. So we, we had an inconsistent, we were all together. Right. And it was that good feeling of family and togetherness, but there was no, like the emphasis on Christmas day. You know, we took vacations on Christmas sometimes where we weren't even home, but we got back on like the 27th. And then that was when all my sisters and everybody, we were all going to be together was on even after Christmas. And so mm-hmm. the, the, the emphasis of the meaning of the day kind of, I grew up at being flexible, you know? Yeah. So we, we had loose traditions and loose things that we did. One thing that, um, uh, kind of off topic, but with Thanksgiving, 
I don't know if you ever heard the song of uh, Arlo Guthrie. And um, I was really hoping you were going to say Alice's restaurant yeah, massacre. Restaurant. Yes, because that's yes. that's the goat. That's, I love that song. <laughs> when, you, when you talk about traditions, that's one thing that is hardcore, hardwired of my family is every Thanksgiving we sit down, we stop what we're doing, we sit down because 92.5 is a classic rock station around here. They played it every Thanksgiving at noon sharp. That's so you awesome. stop what you're doing, you sat down, and you listen to the song. Yeah. So that, I can say, is like a hard-nosed Wait, uh, tradition. The other song or Alice's? Alice's Restaurant. Wait, is that the same song you were mentioning? You, you yeah. said, uh, uh, who's the artist? Arlo, Arlo, I'm pretty sure it's Arlo Guthrie. Oh, so we're talking about the same thing. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, cool. Yes, yes. I thought you were saying something else. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know the, the artist or the band or whatever. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Arlo Guthrie. Um, so with uh, with Christmas, though, like I said, Christmas is kind of, and it is on Spotify. It just came up randomly for me the other day. Arlo Guthrie, correct. Yep. 10 points to Daniel. Cool. Um, so I... I'm trying to establish more of a, not rigid, but more of a standardized tradition in my family now. And so we we watch Elf and we watch, uh, funny enough, when my son was born, I was in the hospital staying up all night with him and Die Hard was on TV. So that's the first movie that my son- That's a great father-son movie. (laughs) That's fantastic. So that's- that's something that I want to establish with my son. Um, but my daughter loves, she'll talk about Christmas starting in May. And so Christmas is like, it's her thing, man. And so I have to hold her off from playing Christmas music on July 4th. Like she thinks it's that big of an event and that big of an occasion. At what point, when do you let Christmas music start playing? What's the date for you? Starts after Thanksgiving. Okay. So, so before December, technically. Yes. You're okay with Christmas music as long as it's post giving. Yes. So that my, my big hang up with my, with my wife is she wants to start Christmas like at the beginning of November. And I'm, (laughs) I'm not doing anything. I'm not because, okay, uh, a tradition that my dad and I did growing up is we put out Christmas lights. And we did. Yeah, I'm just going to push it towards you. Uh, you, you we did Christmas lights like Chevy Chase did Christmas lights. At my highest point, I had 27,000 Christmas lights. Holy mackerel. On my house. And so if there, is, if there is a tradition that you were asking about, talking about, it's we do Thanksgiving Day, and then that's when Christmas starts is on Black Friday. And my dad and I would go through these lights every single bulb. We would bring bins down out of the attic, right, these giant plastic bins, and we would spend all day Friday. We'd plug the strand in, check them all. And these are the miniature Christmas lights. These are not the big, like bulbs that you see everyone do now. The and they're spaced like sure. So we're talking like you go to Walmart, the green strand, yeah, the, the little bulbs every yeah, the little mini lights. Gotcha. You know? yep, yep, yep. So we check. We have. I mean, there were a hundred bulb strands, so we had 250, 270 of them to check. We plug them in, 
and we checked that every single bulb was burning. When there, I, we didn't want a single light bulb out. And so we would spend the whole day. Wait, did you say you had 200 strands? Yeah. So like you buy a pack of light, that's one strand. and it's, Yeah, that's 100 bulbs. You had 200 of those. Well, yeah, we had 27,000, oh, 27,000. That's a lot of lights. Yeah. I When you just, for context and comparison, when I grew up, we, my parents had like a decent sized house, two stories. But we do like just one shred of sa- one set of strands for like the main roof, and uh-huh. then like maybe around like the front porch rail, probably like four or five strands total. Uh huh. So two hundred is. Yeah. I'm blowing my mind right now. I'm trying to understand what we're talking we, about. My dad and I, we we cut, we bought bulk extension cord on a roll, and we measured them out and we laid them out, and they were custom. We made our own extension cords that they were custom so that when, because back in the day, the bulbs were incandescent and you could only put so many end to end before the amperage draw was so high that you'd blow your circuit breaker. And so we had to plan out where the strand ended and then we had to run an extension cord back to another plug or, you know, to spread the load around the house. And so we custom made our own extension cords and they were numbered like number one was by the garage and then number two was on the side yard i lived on a corner lot so we had the giant long side yard and so we had we just had it all mapped out and so that that's a tradition that we had of putting out christmas lights for three days after thanksgiving goodness (laughs) that's awesome so for me i don't want to hear christmas music until december uh, my birthday is the ninth, so okay. I don't even personally want to listen to it till the tenth. Okay. You know, just let me enjoy my birthday. You know, okay. Christmas back off. Although I do feel bad for the ones who are much later in in December. It sucks. I have a niece that was born on Christmas, and she's turning six this year. Mm. I just feel so bad, man. Like it's probably great as you're a little kid, not a big deal. You don't notice it, but when she's older, I'm sure. You can't have a you can't have a party on your birthday ever with your friends. Yeah, you know? you, it's just you, Christmas. Your birthday and my birthday are similar. So I'm I'm January 13th. So I'm right after Christmas. And so Christmas and and growing up Christmas and and birthdays, man, it's like you're done. You know, I don't know about you, but I I typically got a lot of gifts at Christmas. Oh yeah, nothing. and they were marked for your don't open till your birthday. Oh come on, what nine year old not gonna open a present for your birthday? Oh yeah, I, I got a bunch for my birthday growing up that were like, here's an early Christmas gift, yeah. or it's birthday and Christmas. Like, <laughs> no. oh bullshit. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. So, um, but for real, thank you, Grandma. I'm not. I'm not. Yes. <laughs> not blaming you if you're listening uh, to this. But, but having. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to establish those traditions with my kids because I, I feel like it's a good – traditions are important. Yeah, for like sure. It's a good thing. That's awesome. I, I – uh, my wife I, – I, I will drive her car and I like to listen to music pretty loud. Mm-hmm. And so she'll often be not too happy when she gets in the car and the volume's all the way up, you know? And she turns the car on and it's like blaring the radio. I understand. It's a bad habit. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll work on it. I absolutely hate when I get in my car that she has driven and it automatically is on Christmas music. I'm like, turn this off. <laughs> stop. Stop it. But uh, Christmas music drives me crazy because it's all the same. It's just repeats of all, all the same, same music just being recycled. 
Well, there's a, as it turns out, in the vast universe of possibilities, there's only like five different notes that you can do <laughs> in musical instruments to have the Christmas sound. So yeah, yeah. it's all the same. Like It's all the same. You can make it a little jazzy or a little rock and roll, but that's it. And then every Christmas album that comes out is, you know, the, the press release is always like, these are the songs I listened to growing up, and you know I wanted to make it my own. Oh yeah, just, yeah, everyone does. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, there's like off. Yeah, there's like thirteen different versions of, you know, jingle bells, and jingle bells, and yeah, all of it. I'm done. All of it. Well, that was fun. Yep, that was a good episode. We'll have to do it again in our next season, maybe in the spring. I don't know. We can do it again, and let's do it again after the New Year. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. That'll be a fun one. I think it's kind of a waste of time, but we can talk, talk about, about that. No, we can talk about all the things we're not going to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call them resolutions. But uh, as always, be part of the show. Write in podcast at fieldpulse.com. Questions, comments, ideas for topics. You want to be on the show? Let me know. We might say yes. Yeah. If we okay. say no, I'm sorry, but you know. Saying no is the worst thing that can happen. That's the worst thing. We might send you a t-shirt instead. Uh, but thanks, thanks for tuning in, Daniel, as always. Yeah, good to see you. Oh. Got to get work. We're going to practice that. On that again. All right. Well, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Cheers.